From the brains behind Brains On, this is the moment of um. Moment of Um comes to you from APM Studios. I'm your host, Cloud Monet, part-time painter and full-time rainbow scavenger. Um. Welcome to my studio. I'm working on a painting of a rainbow I spotted yesterday. It was glorious. A true riot of colors. You know, people often ask me how to paint the perfect rainbow. It's really quite simple. It all comes down to mixing the right colors. First, mix a dab of red with a dollop of yellow paint to get a warm, summery orange. Then, smear a streak of blue into your yellow paint to get a cool, grassy green. Finally, combine red and blue in different ratios to create gorgeous indigos and violets. And then you've done it. It's time to paint. But I feel like I'm forgetting something. Did I clean my brushes? Feed the cat? Put on pants? Did I? I didn't make my red, yellow, and blue paints. I just used tubes I already had in my studio. But I don't know how to make red, yellow, and blue. Those are primary colors. How will I paint the perfect rainbow if I don't know how to make all the colors? (laughs) It's okay, Cloud. Pull yourself together. You're not the only one who wants to know. After all, Adeline was just asking about this too. How do you make red, yellow, and blue paint? It's not possible to make all colours by mixing red, yellow and blue paints. My name is Stephen Westland. I'm a professor at the University of Leeds. Paint manufacturers use as many as 20 or more differently coloured pigments that they'll mix together to create all the colours that you can buy in stores as paint today. But where do these pigments come from, whatever their colour? So, historically, Humans would extract dyes and pigments from plants or from minerals found in the ground. And in some cases, we'd use animal or insect material. So for example, the red food colorant cochineal is made from grinding up the bodies of an insect that is found on the cactus plant. Although today, some dyes and pigments are still obtained using these traditional methods. And cochineal, by the way, is one of the examples of this. The pigment cochineal is still made from insect bodies. But around the year 1800, we started to synthesize dyes and pigments using chemical processes. So today, most dyes and pigments are said to be synthetic. They're made from chemical processes, in many cases using byproducts of the oil industry. And the red, yellow, and blue pigments used in paint are, are no exception. But the other colors, such as the purples and the greens, they're not made by mixing together red, yellow, and blue. They are green and purple pigments in their own right that are made in exactly the same way that we make red, yellow, and blue pigments.
Um, um, um. Wow. So I guess I haven't had to mix my own oranges, greens, and purples this whole time. That would have saved some time. I could have painted so many more rainbows. All colored paints are made from pigments. That's just a fancy word for substances that provide specific colors. Pigments can be either found in nature or made in factories through chemical processes. Then they're mixed together to get just the right shade of every color. Fascinating. Well, time to put that knowledge to good use. I'm off to find some cactus bugs so I can make the perfect bright crimson. This is going to be my best rainbow ever. If you liked this episode, take a second to subscribe to Moment of Um wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're interested in learning more about colors and perception, check out the Brains On podcast where we have a whole episode all about how invisible x-rays help us see. If you have a question, we'd love to help you answer it. Drop us a line by going to brainson.org slash contact. See you next time and the next day and every weekday. Until then, um... Here, buggy, 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 buggy. Ooh, you are going to help me make the most beautiful paint. <laughs>